Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. It's a cracked the Kraken edition of Flyers Daily. Jonas Donskoy splitting the defense. He's in with a shot, and Carter Hart makes the first 10-bell save of the game on what was pretty much a breakaway. Back out right point, and a shot save out in front, and oh, what an opportunity, and Carter Hart stones Everly. How he got that is beyond me. Everly had his hands in the air, ready to celebrate. So here's Giroux cutting across center right to the Seattle line. Right wing pass, got it back, took the shot, he scores! Giroux to Konechny, back to the captain, and Toe Giroux wires one for a one nothing Flyers lead. Konechny's in, took the shot, his own rebound, he scores! Travis Konechny buries his second of the year. On to the far circle, they score! Throwing it from the corner was Derek Broussard that hit a man in front for a 3 nothing Flyers lead. Broussard's got it, has got a man in front, here's Ellis, he scores! Derek Broussard sets up Ryan Ellis, his first goal in the Flyer uniform. Rowan's going to man to the net, took the shot, he scores! Philip Brubauer thought he had it, but it squeezes through, and Justin Braun, the latest to get his first goal of the season, 5 nothing Flyers. Torn at the net, big rebound, the Flyers score! And it's Joel Faraby who picked it off the pad of Krieger and fires it home. Faraby gets goal number two on the year. And the Flyers lead 6-1. to one. All right, here it is, a Tuesday, October 19th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers coming off their first win of the season over the Seattle Kraken in the inaugural matchup of these two teams. First time they've played Seattle, they'll take it. 6-1 win, six different goal scorers for the Philadelphia Flyers. And as you heard in the highlights there, they spread it around once again. The captain picks up his second goal. Konechny picks up his second goal of the season. Farabee picks up his second. Ellis gets his first as a flyer, as does Derek Broussard. And even Justin Braun got into the action with a multi-point game. We'll hear from Justin Braun. I had a chance to catch up with him post-game in this episode on Flyers Radio. And we're also going to hear from Joel Farabee. Had a chance to catch up with him after the game. And we'll hear from Elaine Vigneault. But let's talk about the game. What was it about this game that was different than night number one? Now, something that was similar, we'll start with. Both first periods were good in total for the Flyers. Oddly enough, Seattle comes out in the first period of this game and through the first five or six minutes, Flyers were shotless. Seattle had four shots the first four of the game. Number one was that breakaway that Hart makes the save on. Mark makes it or Hart makes a tip save on another Seattle attempt, which was a really good save, and then the scramble save, which was the one that grabbed the momentum for the Flyers. And when Hart made that, it was the fourth shot for Seattle, when he made that diving save on Jordan Eberle, Eberle's got his hands in the air. He can't believe that it didn't go in. The Flyers captured momentum there right away. The building erupted. And as I was talking with Brian Smith on the postgame show, you know, this city is pulling for Carter Hart so be- so much. The way Philadelphia supports its athletes is tremendous. And they want to see Carter Hart rebound from what was a very tough season last year because they know, this fan base is smart, they know how important the goaltending position is and how many eggs the Flyers and the fans, and we all have in Carter Hart's basket. And when they see him 
grab that game in the beginning with those four big saves and that spectacular one against Jordan Everly. The crowd went nuts, and the team fed off it. These are all things that we didn't have last year without fans, and the team fed off it. I talked to Claude Giroux. He was our uh, off-the-ice interview in the first intermission, and that was the first thing I asked him about because they went right down the ice after that Jordan Eberle save and scored the goal, and they grabbed the momentum, and the game, if that goes in, it's probably a far different hockey game, but because Hart makes that save, one that really didn't have any business making, it changed everything in the game. That's what the goaltending can do. And Flyer fans recognize that, and they gave a great response to a great save. I always say goaltending in the NHL is about making all the saves you're supposed to make and making a few that you're not supposed to make. That's what separates good NHL goalies from great NHL goalies or average goalies or below average goalies from the great goalies. The goalies that can make stops on... Uh, opportunities from the opposition that they have no business making the save on, that's what separates it. That's what that save was on Jordan Eberle. It was a ton of compete and heart to battle, to get back into position, dive across, and make that save. He never gave up on the play, and that is why they grab momentum. Giroux goes down the ice, uh, passes it over, gets it back, one-timer, absolute laser beam of a shot. His game and that top line looked tremendous in this hockey game. You know, they looked good at points in the first game, the Drew, Couturier, Konechny line. But yesterday before the game, I love that Konechny came out and said, we can be better. We're the top line. We can be better. The top line needs to be the best line. And even though I thought that they were really good at points in game one, to come out and say, we've got to be better than that, even better than that. And that's, that's a great sign of maturity and a great sign of understanding the role of, that you're in and the role of the top line. you gotta, you got to prevent the other team from scoring, and you got to outscore them. You're being dependent on, you're being paid, frankly, to be the, the line that generates the most offense for your team. And they have been that so far, and they were great against the Seattle Kraken. Now you may go, hey, Merck, calm down. It's the Seattle Kraken. They're an expansion team. And you're not wrong. And it was their fourth game of the season, all on the road. They may be getting road-weary. You're right about that. But you can only control what you can control. And what the Flyers did is they went out, and it was nothing, not about the Kraken at all. Not about what the Kraken were going to do in the game. It was about the Flyers doing what they do. And somebody said to me at the game, said, that they got the job done tonight. They did what they had to do. And I thought about that, and I, they did more than they had to do. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is, you know, when you see a guy like Nick Sealer take on an Amazon of a man like Jamie Alexiak, it takes a lot of guts to go with Jamie Alexiak. Guys the size of Alexiak and Chara and guys of that stature don't get in a lot of fights because nobody's got the guts to fight them. They're so big and so hard to deal with. Nick Sealer? Stepped right in there and went toe-to-toe with him. Lexiak threw a ton of punches. A lot of them hit his helmet. Definitely threw more punches than Sealer. But Sealer was so pumped up after that fight with Jamie Alexiak. And the team fed off it. And later in the game, when, when Seattle pulled Philip Grubauer out and they put in Chris Dreger, 
to give him a little extra time to get comfortable on the ice, I think there was some shenanigans that went on. And Nathan Bastian, you know, got into it with Claude Giroux and created a little bit of a scrum. And that, and that allows Dreger to have a little bit of time to move around his crease, get comfortable on the ice before he sees any real action. And, you know, the Flyers didn't appreciate that. You don't mess with a guy like Claude Giroux. Not because Giroux's going to whip his butt, and, but Giroux was willing in that, and, and he came back at him. But you don't do that to those players without consequence. Now, last year, there was no consequence for that. The Flyers didn't stand up to those situations. They weren't built that way last year, and it was a part of the problem. And then later in this game, Nathan Bastian and Nate Thompson, and Nate Thompson knows his role. In those situations, I got to stick up for my captain. I got to stick up for one of my skilled players. And he got into a scrap with Nathan Bastian, and he beat the brakes off him. And saying, that's not acceptable. That's not going to happen here. I think in the first two games this year, this team has already stuck up more for its teammates than they did all of last year. And that is a great sign. Some people might not think that's important. I really do think that's important. Maybe that's a little bit of old school in me. I think that's important, especially early in a season when a team is trying to come together. I think that's really important. That's why I say, they did what they had to do, and they did a little more than they had to do. And what they did more were those things, and that helps the group come together even quicker and with a stronger bond than they had prior to that game. And that's a great thing. Let's get to my conversation with Joel Farabee. Had a chance to catch up with him right after the team had their congregation in the locker room after the win. I'll reference it here right in the beginning of the conversation. And here's my conversation with Joel Joel Farabee joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily, fresh off the win of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Joel, I just heard the room in there as everybody as Carter entered after his post-game interviews. It seemed like a pretty excited group. Yeah, yeah, everyone's uh, pretty excited. Definitely nice to get the, uh, the first one out of the way. Um, you know, I thought we played a you know a full sixty minutes, so that's uh, that's what we talked about before the game, and you know that's what we did. So we're pretty happy with the result. What was the difference in approach from the first period to the second period tonight that was different in Vancouver? And you guys were only up one in that game, despite a dominant first period. This one, you had the three nothing lead. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think um, you know we, we we didn't sit on our heels at all. We stayed on our toes the full game. Um, you know, we we, we we took it to them. The, you know, the, in that second period especially. So definitely helped us. You know, keep that momentum rolling. And uh, you know, I thought we uh, finished out with a great third. You're facing a team in Seattle. It's their fourth game of the season, all on the road. Did, did you guys feel like this was an opportunity to really jump on a team? And and you know, you don't plan to win six to one, but to, to jump on a team and really come together because all said and done. There's, there's a lot of guys having each other's backs in this game, too. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, a couple of really good fights by a couple of guys. And, um, you know, we, we talked about in the room before, you know, we wanted to make make our uh, arena, you know, a really tough place to play. So, uh, you know, I thought we did that tonight. The crowd was buzzing, and, you know, we were feeding off that. You didn't play in front of fans last year, certainly not this many uh, in this building. It was electric the other night uh, when you guys get it tied up with the Giroux goal. It was electric tonight from the heart saves on, and, and that really seemed to capture momentum, and you guys fed off it. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, it's it's definitely a you know a huge game changer when fans are in the building, uh, and uh, especially Philly fans. You know, they're great, and um, you know they 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 fill us with great energy, and we, we really feed off it. So I thought uh, you know it, it really showed tonight. All right, you're on. You had 20 goals last year in 55 games. That's a 30 goal pace. You have two in two games this year. It's an 82 goal pace. Can you keep it going? 
Uh, it'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, uh, you know, getting a little carried away now. But, uh, yeah, definitely feeling good. I'm, you know, finding really good chemistry with Brass and, you know, Cam. So uh, hopefully we can just keep it, keep it going and, you know, keep, getting, uh, keep stringing wins together. A guy like Cam Atkinson, he does everything with exhaustive energy is what I kind of what I describe it as. What's it like playing with him? Where does he like the puck? And how do you kind of read him? Yeah, it's really nice. Um, you know, I, I think you know playing with a, a you know cerebral shooter like he is, it's really nice. I try to find him as you know as much as I can, and I think you know having Brass, uh, he's such a good two-way player. It really, you know, frees up space for us. So at the end of the day, when we got the puck on our stick, you know, good things are probably going to happen. So, uh, like I said, you know, chemistry's going good. You know, we got we got to keep it going. Last question for you. There is a lot of new faces, Cam Atkinson being one of them, but, you know, Ryan Ellis, Rasmus Ristolainen, and Keith Yandel here as well. How's the dynamic behind the scenes, off the ice, with the group coming together really to, to kind of all, you know, fight for the same cause? Yeah, really good. Uh, definitely, you know, it's, um, you know, obviously we got rid of a bunch of guys last year, um, you know, but so it's a little different vibe in the room, but, you know, we, we have a lot of good leaders now and, um, you know, we have some really good energy coming into games, but I thought we were, you know, really prepared heading into this one. So, you know, hopefully we keep that going and, uh, you know, new, new guys are looking really good right now. Well, Joel, congrats on the win. Uh, keep it going and uh, we'll talk soon. Yep, thanks for having me. Yeah, they were an excited group of players uh, after Carter Hart got in there after doing his TV interview. And you could just hear the room roaring. Once they all, the whole team got in the locker room, they kind of go through the ritual of player of the game and, you know, give it up for this guy, blah, blah, blah. And it was quite raucous and great to hear and uh, great to see after a 6-1 win. And it's good to get a win like that early in a season. It makes you feel really good moving forward. Big test coming up on Wednesday, though, against the Boston Bruins, a team that kind of had their way with the Flyers last year. And dare I say, I mean, a bit of a measuring stick game, too. You played Vancouver. You got a point out of that game. You know, Vancouver was not a playoff team last year. I think they will be this year. Um, But, you know, a team in the Western Conference we don't see very often. Then you got a big win over the Kraken. But if you kind of want to measure where you are early in the season, you look at a team like the Bruins. You look at a team like the Bruins, you know, in that Atlantic division. You look at a team like uh, the Florida Panthers, who we'll see Saturday. But first, it's going to be the Bruins coming up tomorrow night uh, that the Flyers will take on, and I think that's an important game as well. We'll see if, uh, if Elaine Vigneault decides to go with Martin Jones in that game. You know, you don't want him to sit for too long in between games without playing. There's going to be a back-to-back on that road trip the first two nights in Edmonton and then Vancouver, but it'll be interesting to see if Elaine Vigneault opts to go with Martin Jones against Boston or if he does that maybe Saturday against the Florida Panthers or if he goes with Carter Hart in all these games. We shall see. Uh, let's get to Elaine Vigneault. He addressed the media after the game, and here's what he had to say. This is kind of like a roadmap for how you want this particular team to play. Well, I, I definitely uh, uh, liked a lot of things about tonight's game. Again, uh, our start, uh, but I, in our start, we made uh, two major mistakes, and we got two big saves right off the hop, uh, a breakaway, a tip, and then it's not two, it was three great saves. And then the one where Carter just threw himself. And I mean, that that's basically the difference. If they score, you know, they get a little confidence, a little bit more energy. They don't score. And then we come right back and the next 10 minutes we're in their zone and we score three. So that was the, pretty much the, not the whole game there, but without a doubt, it set us in the right direction. Do for a team when guys can't just sell physically, particularly when they're standing up for a team. I mean... You know, any team that has success in this league has got that 
I've got your back mentality. And uh, there's no doubt that uh, tonight uh, everyone had their back from Seals uh, doing what he had to do to Tomer uh, standing up for our captain. I mean, uh, uh, that's a tight knit group, and uh, that's what you need to have success. Well, in terms of, going back to the first period, yep. is that kind of the difference between the previous game on Friday and this one where? You have a lot of good up, good play, dominant play in the first period. You don't get much. You only get the one goal. Yeah. And then this time you get three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, two different games uh, because in in the one on on Friday, we in my estimation, we got in penalty trouble in the second period. Uh, tonight, we got those big saves right off the hop where Carter was tested. He wasn't tested last game really in that first period. He was tested. He made the saves, gave confidence to our group. We scored. Second period, you know, we were able to get uh, too early there, and uh, I mean, it, it it's it's a tough league, but you know, to come back from five is 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 uh, very challenging, and um, our guys were, were playing well, and I thought we played well for the whole game. You assess the penalty kill tonight, sticks and bodies in the lane. Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't give up much. Uh, you know, our, our guys. Uh, uh, Obviously, I've been spending a lot of time. Mike Yo has been spending a lot of time with, with our group there that we used to kill penalties. Tonight, uh, confident that it's going to be a confidence builder for our group, and we're going to need to continue. Elaine, did that did that fight from Sealer? Did that really tell you a lot about him? Just given when you guys are healthy, he might be an extra, but here he is fighting six foot seven, Jamie. Yeah. Well, right now in our group, he's our he's our seventh defenseman, and like I said at the beginning of the year, seventh defenseman usually plays, you know, in the vicinity of fifty games or more. So he's going to play for us. Uh, uh, our our scouts and management knew what we were getting. He he didn't play last year, uh, but they identified him exactly how he is. He, very good skater, plays the game hard, stands up for himself and his teammates, and that's what we've seen so far. How big is it for you, uh, for your team, to have like Travis Konechny and Joel Parabee able to to score at will through two games so far? Well, we need those guys. We need those guys to find you know the score sheet in the back of the net. They're our shooters. Uh, you know, they're both uh, smart players, and you know, TK uh, the physicality they've shown the, the the first two games of the year is what we need from him. So um, it's just uh, it's. It's a, a step in the right direction for our group, and we need to continue. Yeah, Travis Konechny, he told us this morning that he felt like the top line could play a lot better than it did in game one. What did you see from that top line? Did you, did you think they took a big step forward? Um, I mean, I, I thought they did some real good things in the last game too, but uh, there was definitely some areas, you know, we, and we talked to them a little bit about it in our zone uh, as far as uh, D zone coverage and puck management, that they could do, they could do a little bit more efficiently. And they're they're professionals. They want to be the best that they can be. And they went out tonight and they had a real good game for you us. You know, on one side you have Elaine Vigneault, very happy with his team's performance. And I know it was a big night for Dave Haxtall coming back to Philadelphia. And this is one of the games that I'm sure he circled on the schedule and really wanted to get a win here. And we heard Jordan Everly yesterday before the game say, you know, we want to go out, we want to win this game for Hack. And, you know, players liked playing for Hack. Travis Konechny said it yesterday, too. You know, I, I wish him nothing but the best and a lot of success, just not tonight. Uh, the players liked playing for him, and, and Hack's a good man. I know a lot of people, you know, didn't like his coaching, but uh, if you separate the two, uh, and I got to know him a little bit, and I, I thought he's a good man, and uh, I think he's going to do a good job there. 
and maybe the things that he didn't do well in Philadelphia, a lot of times when you get that second job, you, you do a better job and you reflect on those things you weren't very good at in the first job and you kind of correct those. If coaches can do that, then they're uh, a lot better for it come, a, come a second time around. We've seen it in all sports, like Bill Belichick from Cleveland to New England. Look at the differences. Uh, but let's get to also, I had a chance to catch up with on Flyers Radio right off the ice after the game. How about a multi-point performance from Justin Braun? He was my guest on the post-game show, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, that's right, Timmy. And uh, it's not just a goal for Justin Braun. It's a multi-point performance. Mr. Offense. Yeah, you know, I uh, just happened to be uh, my night uh, getting a couple points there. Uh, you know, getting a few chances and burying on one of them. Yeah, th- this wasn't the Beauty League, though. I saw you filling it up over the summer in the Beauty League. This is different. This is the NHL. Uh, take us through the goal because it kind of slips through them and goes over the goal line. You'll take it. Yeah, you know, uh, JVR made a good play uh, to get to me in the middle and, you know, shoot, uh, shoot where you see a little opening. And uh, thankfully it rolled in. Uh, you know, not the prettiest goal, but it went in. Um, the one thing that really sticks out for me in this game it, Justin, is simple, is that it was never about what what they were doing tonight. It was about what you guys were doing. What was the message from the coaching staff coming into this one? Yeah, we know the blueprint. We just got to go out there and execute. You know, I thought we did in the first game, the first period, we were really good. And uh, tonight, you know, we uh, filled the net in the first and uh, came out hard. So, you know, Hartson made some big saves to, uh, earlier in that game. But, you know, uh, you know, it was a good uh, 20-man effort tonight. Momentum shifts happen in weird ways, and you're right. Those saves by Carter in the beginning were really big for you guys. But talk about also a guy like Nick Sealer taking on a monster of a man in in Alexiak. And then, you know, in the third period, another fight, Nate Thompson sticking up for his captain against Nathan Bastion. Uh, That brings a group together. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, uh, Seals, <laughs> he's tough as nails. You know, he'll go against anyone. And, uh, you know, Tomer, he knows what he's doing out there. He's uh, been at a few rodeos before. So, you know, that's awesome. You know, that really brings the team together early in the season, and uh, that'll go a long way. Uh, it was a good game for you guys tonight, a great win. First of the season, thanks for doing this. Congrats on the multi-point performance, and best of luck going forward. Thank you. You know, on that goal by Justin Braun that he scored, there's another player to his left on that rush attempt, and it wasn't a winger. And it wasn't a center. It was Travis Sanheim. Both defensemen getting up the ice on the rush and on a rush attempt to the net. That looks more like the Flyers of a couple years ago. And it doesn't look like the Flyers of last year. That's a good thing. So thanks to Justin Braun. Thanks to Elaine Vigno. Thanks to Joel Farabee. And thanks to you for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll have another brand new one coming up tomorrow. It'll be a game day edition as the Flyers will get set to take on the Boston Bruins tomorrow night. So everybody, have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on tomorrow's edition of Flyers Daily. Sitting on an angry chair.